Well, hello. Welcome back to Motionless Me. This is episode two or three, depending how you look at it. Um, I'm currently recording outside because this person has been talking a lot more lately and they recently listened to the other two because they commented on them. Uh, they, they sent me a Snapchat and I was like, oh, I hope the next one's about me. So here it is. So um, I don't really have everything lined out in front of me because this one's just kind of in the moment. I got I got some headphones too. So that's like super cool. Um, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know if you think it's super cool, but I think it's super cool. Um, so I believe that I'm, I'm looking for the stuff right now. I believe the name of this one is uh, College Has Changed Things or something. Oh, here's a book. Okay, so the title of this one will... Yeah, College Has Changed Things. So, you and I, we met in the fourth grade. Um, the morning of the fourth grade. So, you kind of have... A slight, slight seniority, only by a few hours, over the person in the last episode. Um, but a lot, a lot of the similarities in between these two episodes will be how little I remember, <laughs> because that's ten years almost. Um, so we met in Miss Emerson's class. She taught. Uh, I think she has math and science and everything that Miss Thompson didn't teach, but we didn't have Miss Thompson together, oddly enough. Just like the last person, we didn't have Miss Emerson together. But I remember we we kind of kicked it off pretty quick, pretty good. And I mean that that's good. I mean, obviously we're still friends eight, nine years down the road. Um but here we are. I mean, we, we've got more and more comfortable with each other from, you know, my 18th birthday party. <clears throat> Miss, I have a proposition for you <laughs> to your birthday party when I helped you get your first girl kiss. So, woo, go you. Um, I remember when we, when I asked you out in the fourth grade with, with their help, the last person's help, um, buy a note. I mean, notes aren't all bad. After all, I, I started writing notes to everyone in high school anyways because I couldn't say stuff to their face. Um, I would like to form <laughs> laughing at them very good. But I, I mean, yeah, breaking up with you uh, the day before sixth grade started after you took me to Six Flags is kind of a douche move. But what can I say? I'm a gay little player. Um, so I don't really have this one lined out. So I'm, I'm going to try to remember as far back, which was Miss Emerson's, all the way up to this last Snapchat you just sent me, which hopefully you'll be excited to get the link that I'm like, hey, new episode. Here you go. That'll be three this week. Woo. Um, so... After I broke up with you in the sixth grade, we weren't really friends. Um, 
at all, really. I mean, it seemed like you kind of hated me with good reason. Good reason you had to hate me. Um, so we didn't talk for sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, um, most of ninth, if at all a ninth. Um, then sophomore year came around and we had a class together. We had Coach Pear together, uh, World History, I believe. And so we kind of reconnected there. You moved into the class. Um, thankfully you did because, um, that one girl I was sitting with before you, dear Lord. I mean, I think you know who I'm talking about. She changed her sexuality and gender like four times a day. And she was all like, oh my God. No. Pity me. Pity me. Come on, dude. Just pity me. And by that point, all of Glen Rose knows who I'm talking about. Um, but we connected there and... Not too long ago, I found out that you started liking me again. You, which, I mean, at that point, I was out, I believe. That was, yeah, I had to have been out. Um, and if I wasn't, I came out shortly after that. Which, I mean, coming out, closet door was never shut. Um, everyone saw me in there. And so, we had Coach Pear together, uh, Coach Dingler for a little bit. I used to, uh, junior year, I used to come into Coach Pear's room, not Coach Pear, Coach Dingler's room, and hang out with you in forensics, and we would just vibe, and Coach Dingler didn't care, and no one cared, really. Um, and then we started hanging out outside of school, um, a creepy truck but um as school progressed uh, so did our friendship we got a lot closer and junior year is kind of a blur for me because I was just focused on getting out of school I left school as early as possible every single day even if I had to walk to my sister's house and walk back for the bus I still left um senior year uh that's when we introduced that boy to our friend group. Well, is that when? I mean, I think a lot of us introduced him junior year, but that's when I decided to truly involve him in our friend group. And I mean, yeah, goods, bads, yeah, ups, downs, highs, lows. Uh, turns out we both liked him. And... I supported you wholeheartedly, even though it killed me every night to hear what y'all were talking about, and I thought it was super cute, even though it destroyed me, because you were happy, he was happy, so that's all that mattered, right? And after you kind of got over him for a little bit, I don't know if you truly ever did get over him, but it seemed like you did, um, the wind's starting to blow. I don't know if you can hear it. I think you can. Kind of windy. Let me move out of, you know, the center of my yard. So there's a little wind break somewhere. Um, so, uh, my birthday party, we, we, you know, totally were just drinking juice and Coke and all that, you know, nothing bad. Um, and then we kissed. 
I remember what you said. You were like, I am your, I was your first girlfriend, so it's only right that I'm your first real kid. <laughs> and so we kissed a few times. Well, probably more than a few times. I don't remember a lot, which kind of bums me out because I usually drink and remember, but I remember saying, hold up, let me, let me just lay down real quick, and then I woke up and vomited everywhere. So, um, well then. Uh, so time passed, um, and then school resumed, and me and one of my best friends, we were hanging out in the band hall every morning, even though we weren't a band. After school, hung out in the band hall still. Uh, we got really close senior year, and then COVID kind of hit and kind of destroyed everything. I remember you used to invite me over in the morning and make me breakfast because, you know, I wouldn't eat anything all day. So you're like, hey, come over. We'll drink coffee, eat breakfast. We'll hang out. And I was like, hell yeah. You even made me a bow tie once. Now, it didn't fit over my neck, but you made it. That <laughs> That's the important part. Like, it didn't... I couldn't get it on, but... You made me one, and that's kind of all that truly matters. Um, and then a boy, be- then a boy came between us, and I chose the boy over everyone else. And you said it's because you were tired of me getting hurt so much, and you just had to distance yourself for you. And I mean, I, I don't blame you for that. Um, I think I might be a little salty about it because even if one of my friends kept getting hurt over and over and going back to the exact same situation, I still would have been there for them. But it, it kind of helped me. It helped me realize that the boy truly wasn't good for me and that when he moved, I still had y'all to fall back on a little bit. Well, not a little bit, a lot. And I came to you for, like, advice for random stuff. If it was like, oh, I stubbed my toe, how do I make it feel better? All the way to, oh, shit, I hooked up with one, with two of my best friends. The fuck do I do? Which one do I choose? And then as time passed and uh, the boy wasn't here, it really let me focus on a different boy. A boy that I'm at junior year and still have a crush on um his episode will probably be next yeah I I think his will be next if not then I don't know I don't know but um so you you kind of gave me the courage to ask the second boy out and he said yeah and I mean we only dated for 24 hours but it was super nice and I swear that boy, he best come home gayer than he left because I, I want to marry that boy. But um, college has changed things, and even though it may not seem like it, you, you've grown quite distance, distant, which makes sense because you got school to focus on, and I'm just here, <laughs> still in Glenner. Well, not still in Glen Rose. I moved back to Glen Rose the other night. And so I'm still in hometown. 
you're in San Angelo, living your best life with all your gay little friends, kind of jealous, not gonna lie, I need more gay friends, um, and we hung out for a few days there before I had to come back and work, and I know it sucked that our trip was cut short, but it was still really nice, and even though we don't talk a lot still, um, we, we have this weird understanding of, well, um, that's, that's life, you know, um, but, I mean, uh, we, we've never really had true, well, we've had, like, two true falling outs where we just didn't talk at all anymore, and I'm trying to ramble to make this longer, but, I mean, I guess being, not being actual friends for a few years really, really takes a lot of time out, but, um, I miss you, um, you're, you're a really good friend, I remember that day I pierced your nose in the park and you kind of bled everywhere and everyone freaked out and I was like, oh no, it's fine. Yeah, that needle was humongous. <laughs> I should have used a smaller needle, but I didn't know where one was at the time. Um, but did you die, man? Did Like, did you die? I don't think you did. I think you're okay. I think you're still okay. I mean, you're still alive, right? I think so. Um, so... I hate to cut this short, but I don't know what else to say, truly. Like, you hype me up. You make me feel great. Um, I'm trying to at least get this to 20 minutes. Because I think that's roughly how long the last one was without the preface and all that on it. Um, You know that you can always come to me and I can always go to you. Maybe not physically, but at least over text. And we always have each other's backs. And, I mean, that that's kind of what people need in 2020 is somebody stable, some, someone being consistent, someone always being there, whether it's 3 a.m. or 3 p.m. Well, I mean, if you message me at 3 p.m., I'm probably asleep. Just saying. You got to call in between the hours of midnight and midnight. Unless I unless I'm messaging, then you you ain't got a call. But if I'm not messaging and you're like, huh, I wonder if he's asleep. If you call me, I'm more likely to answer because it's just like, oh, someone's calling me. It makes a lot more noise than you know a single text does. You know, just like a ding or whatever text noise makes. You know, and so. I know that if I was like, oh, I want to shave my head, you'd be like, bitch, do it. Do it right now. Send me pictures. And then I would do it. And you'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Looks great, baby. BB. Or B. Um. Oh. Something we can talk about is when, uh... I was being super possessive over this one dude and had your sister call you home and all that. Um, and I know that sucked. And 
I know it hurt you. I heard from that dude that it truly hurt you. And I know I could have been like, hey, uh, I, I don't even know what I would have said. But uh, sometimes I'm irrational and kind of act dumb and impulsively and find a way out of things without actually telling people why or how I feel. But uh, I'm truly sorry about that. That was a dick move. And our friendship hasn't quite been the same since. I mean, I know we've talked about it and all that, but we, we truly haven't, but we have. I just don't. I don't, I don't know. I know it hurt you, and it did hurt me, but uh, we we just kind of swept it under the rug, which, I mean, it's kind of what we do with every bad situation between us. We just sweep it under the rug and pretend like it doesn't exist because, um, yeah, I mean, trauma coping mechanisms, man. <laughs> um, so... I really try to get this to 20 minutes, but we're not even at 18 yet. We got 17 and 24 seconds, but I love you. Reach out to me more, bitch, okay? Um, but thank you for listening. Um, what was this about you? Do you think this was about you? Probably not. Because, I mean, I didn't... I didn't make out with anyone but one person on my 18th birthday. Um, So, you know, this is truly only about one person. I don't think this could be confusing in any way. But, yeah, this was college has changed things. So, uh, hit me up. I know you know this was about you, bitch. And I love you. And I'll text you all night if you want. We can talk about this. You can bring stuff up that I should have said that I, I just don't remember. Um, but, yeah. Message me. Reach out. Feel free to listen to this every day until you can recite it back to me. I mean, I know that's what I'd do if someone wrote one about me. And we're like, oh, hey, listen to this. I'd probably be in tears, too. Because I'm... I'm but but we just act like that that's not real but yeah reach out text me call me uber to me uber me to you i don't care as long as you pay for it because that might be a little expensive but i'll talk to you later i love you bye bye